But how, how many assets did you have under management? We were at a billion dollars in uh, invested capital when we. Okay. Which also, I mean, coming back to your argument about it's a lot of money to throw around. By yeah. the way, I met him through a weird set of coincidence when I was just out of business school. Very funny. Oh, you met Jordan Belford. He interviewed <laughs> me. I didn't even know it was him. <laughs> but um, he wasn't really a hedge fund, by the way. Hey everyone, Ben here and welcome to Motivation to Invest. Today we're going to be joined by a legendary former hedge fund manager, Large Croger, and he's also the author of two books on investing. We've got Investing Demystified and Confessions of a Hedge Fund Manager. So Lars is incredibly well educated with an MBA from Harvard Business School. And in this video, Lars is going to give us some insight into what it's like managing a hedge fund and hopefully some investing tips to help you guys get great returns in the market. But how, how many assets did you have under management approximately? Well, so we were at a we were at a billion dollars in uh, invested capital when we Okay. Which also, I mean, coming back to your argument, how much could you do per person? How many trades can you really claim to understand well? See, the talk of the town, cryptocurrency, blockchain technology, and legitimate technology, or do you think it's speculation, bubble territory? Do you see any cynic? Because you, you started your fund, hedge fund, in the late 90s before the dot-com bubble. Do you see any synergies between then? Because obviously the internet was a great technology, and maybe now... I've actually spent some time on on on, on crypto, and um, I think it could absolutely you know is is Bitcoin worth forty thousand dollars or whatever? Um, yeah, I know incredibly smart people saying it should be ten times that, and incredibly smart people saying it should be a tenth of that. You can find people of the highest IQ in investing saying completely opposite things. So make up your own mind. Um, I will say I, what I'd really, really encourage people to do is to really, really understand what is crypto. You know, what is that as separate from Bitcoin or Ethereum or the DeFi's or the NFTs or what is that? What does that actually all mean? Why is it unbreakable? The ability to um, anonymously make commitments to strangers is, is incredible. Contracting transferring value, lack of government oversight, although I'm sure at some point governments are gonna have a thing to say about that. And again, rightfully so. The technology behind crypto is freaking astronomical. And there is a website I'd encourage everyone to go check out. It's called A16SAD. And it's the, the leading um, venture capital, one of the leading venture capital funds in the crypto space that have put together a website. Uh, and Andreessen Horowitz. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's quite typical that if you go and buy Bitcoin, yeah, you, you might have been right in the last year, incredibly right, but will you the next year? Well, you might be, but make sure it's not because you're lucky, right? And make sure it's because you had some sort of an insight. What is it? Keep coming back to this theme. What is it you know? Well, one of the ways to figure out what is it that you know is, do all of that learning that they have there. And you can code your own if you're into coding or you at least understand the code or at least, at least understand the math, right? Because while you may not be fully expected to truly understand the math and the, the, the uh, logic behind Bitcoin, at least you're better informed. It's an incredible technology. And it's one of these 
I was actually talking to one of my daughters yesterday um, about the, the four areas that I think are just incredible for the next decades. If you're a young person and you're looking to have a career code in some of the crypto coding languages, I mean, you're starting at a hundred thousand pounds for a year salary, right? For a, for a young person fascinating area so you said these four areas these four technological uh, uh, that's just me i'm just the next middle-aged asshole with an opinion so crypto is one revolution in biology around our ability to manipulate dna through the crispr technology is one of the greatest thing that potentially has happened to humanity in a very long time so this whole idea that you can change who you are now it's very very nascent and i wouldn't pretend to understand the biology um, one of my kids is thinking of becoming a biologist. That's what we're talking about. But just this whole idea that we can one day cure and ensure that people don't get horrible diseases. And then you contrast that with that we can one day maybe create super brains. Like we can change our DNA, you know, at the pre-birth is um, that space. Well, that's not something we can put back in the box. And it is freaking revolutionary. And the people that came up with that are brilliant in the true sense of the word. And there's a book called Code Breakers, which is a very easy read insert to this. Read it, read it, read it. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. So that's two. Uh, in my mind, three is um, the revolution, ongoing revolution in artificial intelligence. Um, and or machine learning, I think, is actually a better term. This whole idea. That, and, and, so we actually use it in some of the things I do, and it's, it's, it's a bit of a bust term because it's, it's so easy. You say it and then you sound clever. And there are some co coding schools where you can go do some machine learning. And it's the simple stuff is not hard, but it gives you great insight to, into what it is. But I think ever increasing computing power, ever better flow of data, and the ability to understand incredible large and complex data set better and better will just keep flying and if you're someone that understands that space very very well again i'm not talking about valuations um i'm talking about if you're someone that understands that incredibly well the technology can maybe code some bit in or really have insights into it you're a, you're, you're going to be a valuable person right? and then so that's three the fourth for me is is all this stuff around uh, the environment the green or there are a lot of people that would call them out if the science is wrong but if they're right, we are going to have to, as society, change pretty dramatically how we do a lot of things. Understanding and finding your uh, spot in that whole evolution, if you want to call it, I think is not only will you do something great for the world, but it's also interesting work. That doesn't mean that you should say, oh, don't, don't fly, although that's perhaps a part of it. But it could mean that maybe you, get, you help uh, invent more um, energy-efficient planes. Or you go work at Tesla or, you know, or it could be that you get involved with policy on this stuff. But if you're the person that really, really understands this space, I'm pretty sure you can find a way to insert yourself somewhere fascinating. Again, I haven't said anything about investing. Institutional and retail investors struggle with, I think, is they'll see a fantastic new technology, let's say genomics, let's say biotech, let's say um, these electric flying taxis, and they'll say, I want to be involved in that technology, hmm. but then, and even blockchain crypto, but then it's knowing the value of it is just really difficult 
And I find that's the problem. Like even from my perspective, when I'm looking at cryptocurrency, um, I should be really bullish on it, but I actually sold a lot of my crypto because I'm honest with myself in terms of, I don't know if crypto is worth $100,000 for Bitcoin or is it worth $50? I think it's definitely worth something because of the technology and the strong brand because it's ubiquitous everywhere in the assets which are invested into it. But it's putting a number on that. Do you have any thoughts on putting a number on these technologies for, so people can actually make a decision? Or is that... Oh, it's, oh, it's hard. Like, no, I, I'd rather pass on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, you, look, I think you very, very easy can end up in sort of bullshit and bullshit out models, right? Mm. That if you build a big enough spreadsheet, it looks, it looks real. And whatever it spits out, you take to be gospel. Um, I mean, there are also, it's also possible that great technologies can advance without a lot of value creation for the equity holders. You know, that it's also possible. I think, you know, I think there's a tendency, maybe backed by the fact that for the last 20 years, technology has done really, really well, to say some cool new things is worth certainly whatever it's trading at. Right? Well, that's not necessarily true, but that doesn't mean that technology isn't great or the there isn't some sort of a new thing, right? You know, you take something like, like, yeah, verdict, like flying taxis. It's sure sounds great, but probably not tomorrow or next year that we're going to be flying around in those things. And the interim, a lot of things have to happen and a lot of money has to be spent and raised. Um, that's not to say it won't be a massive success, but you need to understand a lot about all of that and the protection of the patents and who has them and regulation and, how much will this cost and what's the real need? You know, how far will they go? This is the kind of thing that even in 20 years after spending a hundred billion dollars, they'll, they'll still only be taking you down to the grocery store. Right? I don't know. But, um, so, or maybe it's going to change the way we live and it'll be worth a thousand X, whatever it's worth today. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out in 2024. That's when they said they're going to go live. Um, Joby Aviation yeah, is one of the companies. So we'll find out then. <laughs> I hope it works, right? Yeah. You know, a lot of these things were, regardless of valuation, I, I hope they work. Mm. How cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. But it's been immensely valuable having you on, I think. Yeah, thanks for having Very me. insightful. Do you have any closing thoughts? Because um, I know you've got another yeah, uh, look, call I, soon. I, I, I sort of straddle the line between encouraging people to follow their passions, but... Um, and I'm very much in the, my, my, my point with the four areas that I find interesting was make sure you get really, really knowledgeable. There's a lot of people in investing that I think have this inch deep knowledge and it, it's not enough. Like, I think at least my understanding of the world is that the people that do better are the ones that really know their shit in fewer areas and can hold that up against anything they find online or, and if you combine that with areas that are really fascinating and growing and that you care deeply about, whether it's an in investing or in your career, there's, you, you, you're well positioned. Cheers. That's been great stuff. And um, comment your thoughts below guys. If you have any thoughts, any questions for Lars, cause um, we'd love to hear from you guys. If you did find value in this video, feel free to give it a big thumbs up. And with that being said, if you haven't joined the investing family yet, feel free by hitting that subscribe button, turning that notification bell on. 
First link in the description below for our VIP membership group and also our ultimate investing strategy course. And with that being said, thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you all have an incredible day and I'll see you in my next video. Invest safe.